Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the Average Experts Podcast. It's March 10th, 2019. Why do you have to do that? <laughs> We're in Vegas, baby. They can't listen if you blow out their eardrums. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> We're in Las Vegas. We are at Dice Tower West uh, Convention for Board Games. Uh, we're all very excited since we're big board gamers. Special episode. Special episode, that's right. And uh, we had a fan come out to visit us. He was great. So shout out to Kelly. <laughs> yeah, we also, we yeah. also visited with Sean's brother, Robin. <clears throat> it was nice to see him. Yep. <clears throat> Robin Barrett. It was all right. <laughs> <laughs> Robin, be friends. Sean got a hug. Hmm. <laughs> all right, so we're here to talk about board games. Nothing but board games. And maybe a thing that we did. We'll see. So tonight we have with us the usual gang, Mr. Chris. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> it's going well. Mr. Sean. Hey. And Mr. Steve. We've been here a long time. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have. We are, uh, we are all running on fumes, and it is the last night that we're going to be here. I'm and good now, actually. Are you? Yeah. Awesome. I'd like to be in the game room right now. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we're not. We're podcasting. <laughs> Unless you want to podcast in the game room. We'll hit it some more after. All right. <laughs> okay. So, uh, first up today, tonight, this morning, <laughs> it's uh, Daylight Savings, by the way. So <laughs> We have Potion Explosion, one of the first games we played when we got here. The first game. <clears throat> first, was it the first game? Yeah. I put uh, them in order. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. How do you remember all these? Took pictures. Oh. Well, that'll do it. And I have a good memory. Mm, that'll do it, too. <laughs> I know. Back yourself up. All right, Potion Explosion. Go, Sean. Sean likes this game. Potion Sean's Explosion. So, Potion Explosion. Oh, we should also say who won each of these games. Uh, do we remember that? I, wow. I don't think that matters. Um, anyway, um, Potion Explosion. Yeah, so you're trying to fulfill, build your potions and, and try to get more points than everyone else before the game ends. And uh, you're doing so by... Taking marbles off of a track that's tilted, so the marbles will roll down when you pull them out, and they will collide, and if they collide with the same color, you get those also, and you're trying to fill your potions, which are worth points, and also have abilities in order to get more potions to get more points and more abilities. Ad nauseum. Yep. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's a good game. It is. They took the match three concept, and they made a good game out of it, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yep. those aren't. Yeah, and I had never played the board game version of it before. I don't. None of us had. No, um, I haven't either. I played the app quite a bit, which is the best way to play that game, I'd say. Um, EGS. But, but the game played yeah. well. But it did. It did play well. Um, our 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 uh, our track was a little tilted because it's you know heavily used. It's a used game. It yeah. was a used game in the library. Yep. Yep. I think yep. it was because of the table, but uh, or that. No. Yep. Yeah, that was definitely so, the table. You're trying to so the you're trying to you're trying to build the potions to get points, um, but also uh, the first there's there's a few like uh, global victory points, and when those run out, that signifies the end of the game. And to get those, um, it's you build three of the same potion, you get one, uh, and uh, if you build five different potions, you get one. Set collection. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think there were five or six of them, mm-hmm. and when they're out. Then, then that signifies the last round. Um, but yeah, no, it's cool. It's no, it's game. a good family game. Mm-hmm. If your kids are probably around ten at least, yeah. yeah, they won't see much. I mean, you can help them out a little bit, but yeah, that's about probably the sweet spot for starting them on that one. But yeah. the potions are fun. There were eight, but we only used six. Right, we use the starting potions. We use the starting. Yeah. It's very colorful. 
Yeah, yeah. like it's just definitely. it looks great on the table. Mm-hmm. It yeah. does, and it played really well. Yeah, and you see it, and you're like, "Ooh, what's that?" Because <clears throat> it looks cool. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and the game is solid. It yep. really is. And there were a lot. Of <clears throat> Sorry, there were a lot of people playing that. Um, yeah. Throughout the weekend, yep. I'd, so. ne- I'd never played it before, even on the app, and I thought it was really cool. I think I'm gonna go back to it on the app though, because I was really like. Not doing well with it, but I think I got a better grasp on it now after playing the actual board game. I thought it was a good fun starter for us to start off the weekend. Yeah, like easy. Yeah, because it was late. It was like midnight when we started Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. off that first night because we had to go Shake Shack. (laughs) (laughs) Had to. Oh, so quick. You know what? Uh, uh, We'll back up real quick here. Um, Dice Tower West, because I'm not sure everybody that listens to our podcast, all what five, know what know what Dice Tower West is. So it's a board game convention. And get in there, and they have a library of, what did you say, like 700 games? Over 800. Over 800 games. You essentially just walk up to the library, check out a game that you like, go play it, return it, get another game. Uh, since four of us have badges, we were able to check out up to four games at a time. I think we only did three at the most. But, uh, you know, it's set up in a big, gigantic room with a bunch of gamers. It was great to be able to walk around and just, like, look at all the games that people are playing. There were exhibitors with a bunch of new games or newer games, uh, you know kickstarted stuff uh i saw a few things on the kickstarters that i was really interested in chaos and capes was one for me mm-hmm. yeah me too uh broken token was there and i'm definitely going to make a purchase from them tomorrow um they're only going to be open what two hours tomorrow so i gotta get down there uh yeah i don't know if there's anything else really to say it's pretty <coughs> simple you know sit there play board games but uh it's just cool to be in a big room full of people who have a shared interest in same, the same kind of game same interest yeah yeah for sure yeah they check when you check in they give you a free game that's oh cool. yeah, the free game. That's right. Sean and Steve got the same one. Yep. I got the big one. Yep. It Still is bigger. It. Still yeah. haven't opened it. There he is bragging again. That's right. Anyway, uh, next game, uh, Quest for El Dorado. Yeah, that is uh, another family weight game. We did. We I picked light games for that because we were so late, um, and we were tired from driving. But uh, uh, by the way, that sound that you might hear in the background is not the wind. That's the elevator, which is far too close to our room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's twelve elevators that are close. <laughs> <to you. laughs> um, but yeah, Quest for El Dorado, kind of a family weight game, and it is a kind of intro to deck building because that's what you kind of do. It is a race game. It's called the Quest for El Dorado, but it's really a race for El Dorado. You're trying to get across this map to El Dorado, and you have cards that get you through different terrains. Um, and as you go, you can you use some of your cards for money, just like a deck builder, and you buy new cards, which help you get farther and faster. They're better, and they improve your deck. Um, but really fast. I mean, it's like 45 minutes or something like that, and it plays really smooth. I, I, very impressive. I mean, it's I've known about it for a while. It was nominated for the German Game of the Year. And so it, that that's kind of... No one had actually really heard of it at all until it actually got nominated. Did it just come out last year? Uh, it might have been two years ago now. Okay. I think it was two years ago. Um, but, I mean, you can get it real cheap on Amazon. It goes on sale all the time. Um, and, it, yeah, if you, like I said, another family game, if you are interested in deck building at all, it definitely will help teach that to to younger people or non-gamers because um, I think it's pretty easy to grasp. It's got some good replay value, too, because they give you a uh, list. The, the map is modular, and you can build it in different ways for different difficulties, different styles. You know, so yeah, and there's kind of cool. And there's an expansion that came out for it, a little one, um, that, that came out last year. Does the expansion have new cards? I'm guessing it does. I okay. didn't look into it yeah. very much because I didn't own the game, and I, I don't think I will. But, um, yeah, it's, I really enjoyed it. 
for what it is. It it plays really smoothly, and I thought it was impressive for what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was cool. cool. Game. Very basic mm-hmm. or very simple, straightforward, easy to learn, <clears throat> quick game. Yeah, and even with the deck building, you're not getting overwhelmed by you know no. an immense deck that you. Have well, no more normal people aren't. <laughs> right. Well, no, it, and <laughs> I just got that. But no, um, but even your starter cards will still help you advance to where it's not, it's it's not imperative that you get rid of those starter cards. They still will help you, you know, if you're not pulling enough of the other cards. It's just pulling the wrong order, not yeah. getting enough money. Yeah, just nice, light, and easy. I, I really liked it. No, it's fun. Uh, okay, so the next one we played was number nine, and there was only three of us there. I think Chris was doing something, and we got a rando that came up and said, hey, can I play with you? Yeah. It was an interesting little game. Uh, it's a set with uh, zero through nine, numbers zero through nine. Cut Two out of each number for each player. Right, so there's eight pieces, eight, num- eight of each number, mm-hmm. and they're all cut out in uh, these uniform shapes uh, that fit together. They interlock. They're like uh, in a million yeah. in a lot of ways, a lot of different ways, a lot of different shapes, right? Yeah, they're like tiles, right? So you put these tiles together to create levels, and uh, you want to put the higher numbers on the upper levels to gain to gain more points. The first level won't gain you any points, but any number that is on the first level is times two. It's it's no, it's times every, one. It's uh, the number times the level it's on. Right, with the first level That's being the square. zero. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, very cool. Hard to get difficult. To get to uh, a fourth level, I think we all got to a third. Right. Uh, you know, you can't put, uh, you can't have things overhanging gaps, and you can't have it. Uh, they have to cover at least two other numbers on on the level above. Mm-hmm. A very very simple game. It plays even faster than El Dorado. Oh, much. Oh, it's a it's, it's a, a short, very short 20, filler game. Twenty minute game. Yep, and uh, probably good again for family, kids, even young kids, because it's just shapes and numbers. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. pretty simple concepts. And if you really like it, you can get multiple copies and have as many people play it as you want because mm-hmm. you're just drawing a card and everybody gets the shape. Yep, yep. There's so, no advantage or anything. There's you, no like luck yeah. involved. Everybody. Gets There's the no same turns. Thing. Everyone's simultaneous. So you, everyone's yep. doing the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. So yep. you, you could get three copies and play with twelve people mm-hmm. if you wanted, and it would it would, fl- it would take the same amount of time as four. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. Everybody still gets two numbers. Yeah. Cool little puzzle. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. No, I missed it, but I you know I missed playing it, but I was under the impression you guys weren't wild about this one. Like I mean, it's a twenty-minute filler. No, like, it was right. cool. It like, was a, it was a cool game. It. It's not something that I would like. Say you know, we had a bunch of games in in our in our stack, and I would pick that one out first. No, but it's no. it's a filler game. It's kind of like that, or like a beginning of the night game. Okay, yeah. yeah. Like everyone's gathering, or you're waiting for people to show up. You yeah, throw it out absolutely. there. It's twenty minutes, that yeah. sort of thing. Yep. No, like it's a cool little thing, and it it'll change somewhat every time because you're drawing different cards. With well, and the even, order changes, but and even so, like you're gonna, you're going to build it differently probably every yeah. time anyway. Yeah. Like. You could have, you could get the same order of cards somehow and still probably build it differently. Yep, absolutely. Yep. All right, uh, up next, uh, we start getting a little more complicated. We played a game called Photosynthesis, mm-hmm. where we are trees and we are building or planting trees, planting seeds and growing trees and gaining points from the sun that flows onto the trees. <laughs> It's kind of, it was interesting. It was an interesting little concept. We were doing I, some of all those things you I, just said. I like I, well, I like the way that uh, you gain points from, you know, the, the sun changes direction every with a six. Every round. Six, t- six rounds in a turn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and every round, the sun is pointing at, you know, angling well, on the six, trees. Well, six rounds in a day. Six rounds in a day, yeah. right. So what did you play, three days? We did three days, yeah. Three days, yeah. 
And uh, depending on how tall your tree is, it might block the other tree from getting sun, thus blocking points. On yep. And they are they are fully three dimensional trees. Yes. Like they're yeah. small, medium, large, and they they it looks great on the board. It looks like a little mini forest as once once mm-hmm. you're midway through. Yep. And each player has their own colored tree, so it's it's very colorful. It's a yes. very good good looking game. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. absolutely. Awesome looking game. Yeah. yeah. And it it plays really fun. I lo- I love the way it plays. I wish we would have played it right. We had we had <laughs> what a What did we do wrong? Well, Without getting into specifics, we were playing a certain rule, rule wrong, and then I had thought we were playing it a different way, and then, <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I was in my mind I was playing it the right way, but when I told Sean he was doing it wrong, I was right to a certain extent, but then I didn't see the other tree. Oh, anyway, you're talking about the actions. Yeah, it's yeah, that's not important to get into, but right. but I was frustrated because we were halfway through and we weren't playing it the right way, and it kind of screwed screwed up the game like because i was enjoying it and that's what bugged me about it a little bugged me about it a little bit yeah but that's on us i know not on the game nope game itself no i think the game was very solid yeah yeah me too and it was again that was another one that was really popular uh yes that's, yeah, i saw it i yes. saw it a few times. it was interesting because when i saw it these people all had all their big trees and no little trees out mm-hmm. oh really yeah they didn't they didn't even cover the whole forest area it was really a lot of upgrading instead of seeds right a lot of upgrading I guess interesting yeah well I, just, I didn't realize until near the end of the game that man taking out those big trees and uh, what, what was it called you were you were collecting you'd like harvest Sorry. your big trees yeah you were harvesting yeah. your right. big trees and, and that's really where the points are yep. and, uh, yeah that's really the only way you get points I mean the light doesn't that's not that's a small little thing it's definitely not oh the, the uh, it was the uh, the the rings where you get the points like we didn't draw them from the right ring for a minute no. That, well, we did do that. Like I put the wrong. I put the. Yeah, but that never. Yeah, that we was fixed never that a problem. quick. We, yeah, mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, uh, good uh, game. We liked it though. Yeah, it's, I think it's excellent. Mm-hmm. I wish. I wish the freaking box wasn't so big. Mm-hmm. Did you talk about the scoring? How to score? Aside from the sun. No, I mean, you score by score. you. The sun didn't. Sun was energy. That was energy. But right. I mean, you score yeah. by you score by harvesting your biggest trees. That's yeah, how but you do it. There's different sections in there on the board. Yeah, different sections are worth more. So right. you, the deeper in you go, the yes. more it's worth. Yep. Right. Yeah. And there's one spot in the middle of the board that is the most uh, is the highest point value. Right. And so yeah, yeah. So there are definitely different parts of the board that you want to control. <laughs> you mean that one, the shaman? That are better than others. Oh, it was about uh, planting seeds in the same spot you just left. Wasn't that it? Was yeah. That yeah. It? Actions yeah. on the same spot. Yes. Right. Yeah. All right. But anyway. No. Well, yeah. Good game. I, I liked it. I really like it. Mm-hmm. I, if I had more room, I might acquire it again. Actually, I already had it once. <laughs> and I, oh, never, really? I never opened it, yeah. I, uh, I, I, made, a, I made a profit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, next up is uh, Space Base. And I remember, who, who was the vendor who had that? They, they did AEG. AEG. Oh, yeah, one of the big vendors. Alderac Entertainment Games. Yeah. So, uh, Space Base, uh, card builder. Uh, Tableau right? Builder. Tableau yeah, Builder. Tableau, I'm yes. sorry. There you go. Tableau Builder. AEG makes a card builder. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you uh, you have your uh, sector of space, and you have 12... Rockets. Rockets? No, stations. No. Station. Well, sectors. Sectors, sure. that's what they call them. So you have 12 sectors, and in each sector is something that can uh, gain you <clears throat> points or currency or uh, victory points. And you try to replace the, your starters with higher-value cards... Uh, that you buy after you gain your currency. And there's 12 spots because you roll two dice. And whatever the two dice roll, you can use those dice on certain sections depending on what the numbers are. Right, the sum of the dice or each, each die individually. individually. Yeah. yeah. 
And and what's cool is that uh, every time that somebody's it's their turn, the active player gets to use the dice, but then the passive players also get to use the dice. Mm-hmm. Um, but they get points in a different way because there are deployed uh, ships and then there are active ships, and you know, only the active player can get the active ship bonuses, while all the other players get the deployed ship bonuses. So you want to make sure you know you deploy a bunch of ships as much as you can, so that on your passive turn you can rack up some points or currency for the next you know next time it comes around your turn. Right. I I like the the idea about when uh, you purchase a ship to upgrade. And you can continue upgrading. You don't have to once you upgrade your starter card. You, you don't oh, have you to can stop. Replace, you can yeah. just keep re- you can keep upgrading. But even your starter cards still retain value to where you can use right, the bottom deployed. side of it to yep. still gain resources. As a deployed ship, yeah. Yeah, and I, I thought that was really. Although I, I thought that for, was a good aspect of the game. Yeah, I, I I blew it by forgetting the colony ships. Should have bought one of those way earlier. <laughs> yeah, those are high value cards. High value that block a sector, so you can no longer put another ship on there. But you can still use your deployed ships, mm-hmm. but uh, they are high point value. You know, but they also cost their high currency value. Yeah, those too. are end game. Yeah, those are definitely end game. Yeah. yeah, it's a game similar to a game that was called Machi Koro that was <laughs> extremely popular uh, for about three years ago. I actually had a Target exclusive version that came out, but it's very similar where you're rolling the dice and you're getting stuff in your tableau depending on what you roll. This one is this one kills it. It's I think it's much better. It absolutely. I know it's crazy. It sounds crazy, but it it helps with the luck factor because you you can do a lot more in that one. That one was very it had a runaway leader problem and a bunch of things. But this one, like it does exactly what it what it's supposed to do. I mean, obviously it's it's a it's a dice game, so it is. There's definitely luck. But four people we played in about an hour. Actually, we did play in an hour, yep. include and then not including uh, learning and everything and setup. But it it plays exactly the way it's supposed to, um, and you are involved in every turn, which is what's cool about it. Yeah, that is cool. You're not you're not waiting around trying to make decisions. everyone. Yeah, everyone wants to see the results of the die and then mm-hmm. look at their board. And it's like you. I mean, you every turn is your turn, pretty much. Yep. And so that's one of the cool things about it. But I really I really liked it actually. That was one of my yes, you did like that more favorite games during the whole trip. Mm-hmm. Not for me. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, it was okay. Yeah. But um, it just it didn't get me. You know, invested. No, you know. I, I know. And, and and you're right. It is nice when you get to you know, you, you are a part of every. You know why? That's cool. You know why I like why I liked it. Huh. I didn't have a ton of options. <laughs> <laughs> right. You didn't the have to dice spend decided for me. Twenty minutes every time it's your turn. Right. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't feeling it too much either. But I'm not going to say it's a. It was a well made game and it played very well. But it just it didn't. It's, do it's it pretty simple. Mm-hmm. It's pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the dice dictate everything. You've got a couple choices when mm-hmm. the dice come up, or, or you have no choice at all. So it's a great game to learn that type of game, also. Like yeah. it's, yeah, it's very straightforward. Was uh, what's that other one called? You said was similar. Machi Koro. Was Machi Koro more, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, difficult. Not to play, no. Okay. In, in, in fact, it's probably it's a little simpler to play, most likely. Oh, okay. Um, but it's a little more punitive and a little harder to get going. Oh, okay. This one and like yeah, and there there was some like I said a runaway re- one person if they they get a couple cards and they just hit theirs then you cannot catch up to them you have no because there's not as many cards involved everyone has twelve in this to start right in that one it's it's much different it's different and it, it no and there's no way to really stop an opponent from doing stuff. 
No, not, you, you not at no, all. You're not yeah. supposed. I mean, yeah. other than you know he wants that card, but that's yeah. Not, you're entirely doing your own thing. Which, yeah, yeah. You are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a it's a race to it's a race to forty points. That's yeah. what it is, and yeah. you so you're. But yeah, there's no stopping. There's not. There's no really interaction other than oh, you bought that card. But yeah. other than that, no. All right. Well, uh, carpe diem. Carpe diem. All right. Yeah. This is a. This is the newest game from Stefan Feld, who is one of probably the top two most famous board game designers. He's made a bunch of games. Uh, his games are famous for being point salads. Uh, they are Euro games <laughs> through and through. Not a lot of theme in them. And uh, they're called point salads because you can get points a lot of different ways in these things. You basically, oh, I do this. That gives me points. Everything does points. Everything yeah. is points. Everything. And this one is uh, interesting. And you, uh, First of all, it's, it's the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Uh, it looks really bad. It's, it's terrible looking. Um, uh, yeah, Ra- it's made by Ravensburger or published by Ravensburger, and they're a lot of their games just look. I, I'm, I'm having trouble remembering what it looks like. Very okay. bland. Uh, yeah, one, me too. Oh, once I get there, you, I'm gonna explain it right now. Okay. So you, it's kind of there's a circle of locations with four tiles on it, and you are basically building your own farm with these tiles. And so you move your piece. There's kind of like a pentagram star thing. You can only go to two locations. You move your piece over and you grab one of the pieces that's there. Oh right, right, right. The squares, and then you put it on your you put it on your board. You're trying to complete like different like it's a farm. It's a and it's a you're kind of making an estate basically, and so you can make build you can make different buildings which give you bonuses. If you complete them, you can make villas which you can you know. And if you make land plots, there's land plots, farming, there's chickens and all sorts of things. Like I said, a lot of different ways to score points, and you are there's a a lot of end games to shoot for. You are trying to um, have certain buildings in certain spots on the board if you can. Um, I and so, yes, there's there's tons of ways to score. It's a failed through and through. And but I thought the game was it's actually one of his simpler designs. Certainly the simplest I've ever played uh, from him. It, he gets a lot of. There's a game called La Isla, which people compare this one to as far as how heavy it is. They're both very light. Um, I. I wasn't sure what to think when I read through the rules and when I've seen reviews of this game. Um, but having played it, I thought I thought it was uh, actually pretty cool. Uh, the way the mechanisms, uh, like I said, the game is so hideous and it's really hard to get over. <laughs> it doesn't help. It it uh, no, it hurts it, the game. The opposite, it hurts it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it really does because I mean, if you get some really good art and it looks like you're actually making a good-looking. Yeah. I mean, Sean brought up the game called Baron Park, which is. Uh, where you're building like a bear park and the art on that and like the cute little bears yeah, and it's great. colorful and it, you know, you're, you're putting Tetris pieces together basically to make a bear park. And I mean, if it had art even remotely close to that yeah. and, or that charming, it would make such a big difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There were a couple times that I thought I was building one thing and yeah. I was building another and yeah. like the worm field I thought was the grape field and because the colors were yeah. similar. Their yeah. colors were yeah. very similar. Yep. Apparently the second printing of the game is going to improve that. They're tr- going to try. They're making a couple changes and specifically with like the gold and gray building or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's well. a type of game I normally like but again that one and it could have been because of how ugly it was didn't really do it for me. It affected me big time yeah. the, the look of it because yeah. I think the mechanisms are mechanisms were interesting. It was, and it was a, it was solid. Yeah. It played like solid there was yep. no like anything up for debate really it was like so the art really threw you guys that much it did well look at it how did. much fun time we spent trying to figure out what what is what, what yeah as far as no i get it points. i get it i get it and i mean carlos theme means a lot to you maybe you maybe you don't realize it in your head but i've talked to you enough like it means a lot to you as far as how you get into a game 
like yeah. what something looks like you person like and to me oh, it yeah. does too yeah but i mean like when like you're putting bunny kingdom is amazing yes bunny kingdom is amazing <laughs> love yeah. that let's go down and play that right now pause <laughs> um so like when i'm building that thing and i'm building this board it's like a board like it yeah. doesn't feel like i'm building a thing like in baron park i yes it's it feels like you're building a bear park in in a yeah, an abstract well, sort of way. Baron Park, like to me, Baron Park is like leagues better than Carpe Diem. Yeah, me. I mean they are different. I get, I get what you're yeah. saying. Yes, you like it. Yes, it's 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 kind of flat, and I understand what you're saying. It's flat and boring. All the tiles are the same shape, even though the yeah, art. And you don't is even not. like you don't feel like you're really like doing anything. Like it. You don't feel I don't know. You're you don't not building. Don't feel it like you're accomplishing. It doesn't much. feel like you're building an estate because it yeah. doesn't look like an no. estate. Yeah, they that's could, the problem. If they had done like 3D, I don't even know. Was that what we were doing? I mean, that you're building an estate. You're <laughs> okay. building farming places yeah, I didn't even know. or a villa, a big village. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're building villas. Yeah. You know. I yeah. Mean, yeah. I'd, I'd really There's, like to see that second printing because I I thought the game played well. It played well. Well, the problem is like the second printing is just going to improve on the mistakes. It's not going to change the art. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, but, I I enjoyed the game. I, yeah. I, I thought it was I thought it was a cool idea. You know, it, it you know it's kind of reminiscent of things like Azul, where you're you know just tile placement. And you're trying to make sure everything fits together correct. I, I like those kind of games. Yeah, I mean, I love Feld games. Uh, like I said, his games are can be dry without any theme at all. Like one of my favorite games was Bruges, um, where it's like the same thing. It's Bruges. It's a city in Belgium, and it, which doesn't matter at all. Outside of the fact that there's, there's canals, but like I love his games because you can do a bunch of different things that give you like everything gives you points. Yeah. And I don't like that in every game, but like his are so mechanically put together really well mm-hmm. that they they feel good when you do them. Yeah. Um, and so I like his stuff, but like I said, the ugliness factor and it is a little simplistic. But like I would like I could play this with my my wife and my daughter. They they could get into this, and I I'm, my daughter loves Felds, so. She would definitely probably enjoy it, but yeah, I don't think so. It just yeah. because of that, it is so hard to get over yeah. what it looks like. It was a bit disappointing. Yes, yeah. it was. Because I, I like Feld games too. Mm-hmm. No, I can see that. I yep. can see that. All right, uh, Tokyo Highway. I like this one. <laughs> I mean, it was silly. It was uh, good. Did it's another. Finish? It's a filler game. Did we finish the night with this one? No, we, no. We, it was the afternoon no, session. No. Oh, it was the we finished the afternoon session. With uh, it's a dexterity game. Yes. Uh, blocks and ramps and cars, and uh, you're creating highways to put your cars on. A Tokyo highway. A Tokyo highway. And oh dear God, it looks to- like a Tokyo. Tokyo highway. highways are famous for being wild and mm-hmm. very uh, all over the place. Spaghetti. Yes. <laughs> right. Lay your spaghetti noodles down. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't knock over the. Yeah. So you're noodles. trying to pass over or under other people's uh, highways to get to place cars, and the first person to place all their cars wins. Yeah, and you have um, little pillars and, yeah. and the popsicle sticks. You're They're, building your stuff up and down and laying popsicle sticks down and trying not to knock over other people's things. A little bit of a, a, a pick-up sticks element, that kind of a, that sure. kind of a thing. Don't sure. don't mess stuff up, you right. know, while placing your stuff. Yeah. Steady hands. There's a yeah. penalty. There is a penalty. You, know, mm-hmm. you lose. Mm-hmm. You lose pieces to build with. You can yep. knock people's stuff over. Yep. But it's it's fun because it was it was you know it's kind of giggle fun where you're like oh don't screw that up oh there you go you it's goofy it. yeah it's goofy it's goofy it's, it's, it's good yeah, it's, it's a filler game it's, yeah. absolutely yeah I, I thought that was a great it's great for a family game yeah you got kids that are so young that they're not going to be able to understand it but you know anywhere that's 
I would say nine, ten years old and up. I think it would be a fun, fun family. Game. That's definitely where it belongs with a with a family. Well, and yeah. I okay. I I think that's true, but I also think I I think it's good for certain gamers, like an end in the night thing, like that. Sure, we, yeah. We've seen plenty of people this weekend who get into those simple little like yes. they have a ball doing it. It's yeah. not really our thing necessarily. No. We we turn tend to le- lean towards like card games at the yeah. end of the night. Yeah. Yeah. Um or or uh not to say we like the occasional goofy game. Yes. Yep. Um like we, we all liked this. We did. I didn't dig it too much. Really? No. Okay. I don't like games like that generally. You mean dexterity? No, not not even dexterity, <laughs> just that I don't know. Uh again, like the pickup sticks kind of is, it, is that why you built back over your own freeway? <laughs> just to block me, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> no, I was, at that point I was just building. Yeah, like, no, I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah it's like it was. It was a little bit of that. I don't really care where. I'm yeah, going. to me, to me, it's got it's it's things like uh, it's not it's not even. I wouldn't even say it's close to something like um, Jenga. You know, it's not it's not a Jenga game at all. But that type of game isn't isn't my thing generally. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's got the replayability. Like drop, drop it, drop, drop it. Yeah, like that's cool. Like I, I, I like that, and that's similar. It's, it's you know, but, but yeah, this one didn't do it for me. Yeah, but I tell you what, man. When when we brought it out of the box and you're looking at it, and it's just you know some some round cylinders, you know, for the pillars and popsicle sticks and, and yeah. popsicle sticks, and you mm-hmm. think I, I really honestly thought, oh my god, this is going to be absolutely stupid and horrid. And oh it, no, I was excited. It, I was for it really too. surprised that it it works. Even with those very simple tools, yeah. The, yeah. The, the game does actually work. Yep. Yeah, I already knew about the game, and I, I did want to play it. I was kind of excited for it, and I unfortunately, personally, I was a little bit disappointed. I was a bit disappointed. I was excited for it. I actually bought the two-player version a long time ago and then sold it because I made money on it. It was only available in Japan until, yeah. the, until like six months ago. Right. And this is the version four-player. The Japan one, you had to buy like two different – this and an expansion – uh, this was the American release, uh, which fine. And I mean, it looks good and everything. And I was, I was excited to play it because I've, I've known about it for over a year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, and so it wasn't. I didn't like it as much as I hoped that it would. Yeah. Like, I'm not buying this game. Right. Like, I'm just, I'm not because it doesn't have enough for me yeah. there either. Um, and and not really like it's not a game I want to play over. No, you know? I will. I will never like. If somebody wanted walked up, hey, I want to play Tokyo Highway. They bring it right in front. I'd be like, okay, I, I got thirty minutes. Sure, but I'm yeah. I'm not going to turn it down. But I'm not. It's never going to be my. Yeah, idea. I wouldn't even play it like once a year. Like it's not <laughs> even. Yeah. And even for me, even with it being a family game, I mean, my youngest is fourteen, so I probably no, it's not. I don't see him there's other things. much out of this. Yeah, there's yeah. definitely other things. Um, it's grouped. I think it does what it wants to do. It's and, a solid game, yeah. you know, and it yeah, but it I it not really. Yeah, sneaking yeah. logs. Not really our thing. <laughs> all right, uh, I didn't get in on this one, but uh, did you guys play this? Did you guys play this downstairs? Altiplano. It was me and Sean. Yes. Altiplano. Yeah. I don't remember what that is. <laughs> <laughs> alpaca. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. the alpaca farm. Uh, no, you, no, you're well. It's not I mean, a farm. You, you do different. I like, love uh, these types of games. They're so yes. fun. Um. This is a sequel to a game called Orleans, which you guys have played. Yeah, and it's awesome. Uh, and it's a bag builder, which is similar to a deck oh, builder. Oh, right, right, right. You have a bag of pieces you pull, and they're, they're workers, little discs. And you pull them out, and then you use them for actions, and you're trying to get... I mean, there's several different ways to go. This one has, like, basically it has, like, seven little islands in a circle, and you have a dude, and you are moving around, and you have to be on an island to do the actions there. And you use the discs you pull from a bag and put them on an action board, 
that has all the different island icons on them and the, the, each of the islands does different kind of actions. Mm -hmm. And so you're going, you can go different ways with how you want to score points and different things you're trying to get. I like, I mean, obviously different actions will give you new discs to put in your bag. They will give you materials. They will give you cards for end game scoring, things like that. And, and, but you have to kind of balance what you're trying to get worker wise. And you have to like having to move your worker and be on the Island to the, to do the mm -hmm. actions at the same time. That's like a neat little twist. Yeah. Um, carts yeah. are a big deal. Carts are what you need for. Yeah. Carts are what, moves, yes. Carts are sure. what you need for movement. Uh, so you continue doing you continue doing actions, taking turns doing actions until both of you pass essentially. Right. right. So once both of you can't do anything, then it moves on. You know, you do what I, I don't remember what you reset, and then move on to the next round. Yeah, it's a, it plays really well. Okay, this game is very long, especially compared yeah. to um, Orleans. Uh, Orleans isn't short. That's a couple hour game too. But this one it plays up to five, and I I, I would never play it at five. I just can't imagine. It's the, it was long with two. Me, me yeah. and Sean played it, and it was probably two hours. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. I mean, we could definitely play it shorter now. But we were also learning the game. Yes. You know, well, so. I didn't include the learning time. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It was two hours, but like me and Sean could probably belt it out in probably an hour and 15 minutes now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now that we know how to play it. Um, I think the sweet spot is probably two or three. I'd take Orleans over it. Yeah, I love New Orleans is one of my favorite yeah. games ever. Yeah. I love it. And so I do not, I mean, just, I only played this once, but I don't like it quite as much, but I, I, I think part of it is because the bag, at least I think it was for both of us. The bag building didn't really come into play all, you know, yeah, as you much as we you wanted. Guys, you guys said that you, you I went most of the game without almost ever putting anything in a bag. Right. Yeah. 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 Very much. That's where it was uh, a big difference. I had more know. pieces than him most of the time I was mm. doing, but even me, I mean, yeah. I, I would need to draw four. And I had five. You had five things. You I know? had five yeah. things. So it was one of those things. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but this one, you, it felt like there was a little more, there was some more things going on. Orleans kind of, you either do one of two, you either farm or you've got the thing on the city board. That's kind of what you're mm -hmm. trying to do mm -hmm. um, for the most part or get um, move up the tracks. But this one felt like it had a little more going on, which may be why it's a little longer, but. I would say Orleans, you got a lot more to do that you can do. You can you're, you can almost always do something. Yeah. Where this, with the movement part of it, you know, it really restricts what you can do in a turn. Even yes. if you have the resources and stuff on your board to be able to complete things, you just can't get to the island if you don't have the movement. And that that severely crippled Steve. It, it did hurt um, me a little bit. I grabbed yes. all the carts, and he had two, and I had four. Four. And it severely crippled him. Yeah. Um, there were no more available for him to to be able to purchase and he just couldn't move around the board to be able to complete things. And he had multiple he had the things. tokens. Yeah. yeah. Just couldn't do it. Yep. You know? Yeah. Sean took the last card right before I was going to, and it, it did, yeah. it, it definitely hindered Which, me. Orleans, like as long as you have the pieces to go in the place, you place them there and you're good. You oh, know, like there's no movement around on islands and things. Orleans definitely felt like you were going through a bag a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you definitely a lot were more in active our, in I'd our say. experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you're, That's, you're trying to call, like you're trying to call your yeah, bag. This, yeah. This you don't call really. Is that at all. the one where the monk is the wild? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's that game. Uh, we played it. Yeah. There's a co-op version which we played. That's how we introduced it to Chris. And then, uh, and then there's the competitive, which you, me, and Sean played. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and yeah, that that game is awesome. And yeah, this one, fun. this one's great too. But it was fun. I don't. Need, I had a good time with I, it. Yeah. I don't need to own both. I don't think I. I again, Orleans over it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure. But it's right. really cool. Yeah. And it played well. It nice. it did play well. And and. You know, it is long, but I think it it would play better with like four. Um, really? I think so. It would be long, 
But I'd I think I think so. Just I think I'd like it with three. Okay. Okay. That's what I think I would like it with. I'd say more than I. I guess I said four. More than two. More than two. Yeah. More than two. Less than four. Yeah. So three. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, the next one I also didn't get in on, and I was kind of disappointed. Not that it's anybody else's fault, but. I really like the look of this game. I have never played it. I don't know what it's about, but uh, Dice Throne. Yes. Yeah, you were you were you and Chris were watching a movie. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, we went to go see. No, what? no, no. Never that. No, we're not even going to talk about it. Not until <laughs> the next we podcast. <laughs> no, but don't even mention the title. <laughs> ah. oh God, it's embargoed. We we actually said this before we started. <laughs> Did we? Yeah. Oh my God. Actually, we probably said it thirty seconds ago, but you've been looking at your phone. What are you looking up? Games. Huh? What What's the that? games look like. Okay. Right. Yeah. He's, he's on sure. point. Okay. <laughs> okay, anyway, Dice Room. Yeah. Um, so, wait, hold on. Before you start, do you think I would like this game? Yes. Yeah. Okay. 100%. That's fine. Yep. Yeah. We'll play it some other time. Okay. Um, no, it's a it's a dueling game. And uh, it is Dice Dueler. Yeah. It's Yeah. It, is, it uses dice. I mean, you have cards that you can play and everything, but the all it's it's you, it's got the Yahtzee mechanic: three rolls and do what you you can do. And you're trying to the other. Okay. You each have fifty life, and you're trying to kill each other, basically. And you know, there's cards you can play for special abilities, and there's ways you can alter your dice. Everything you think you can upgrade your abilities, everything you think a game like this has, it does. Like it's exactly kind of what you think it is. If I describe it to you, yeah. Um, and it <laughs> works beautifully. I mean, oh yeah, it played it, great. Yeah. I say art- Really well, good. Yeah. There's not much of it, but yeah, no, no it's good. Season two has a little more. Yeah. Um, okay. But uh, yeah, they actually made the game. You can actually play it one-on-one. Two, you can play it free-for-all, or you can do... They actually made the game Sweet Spot be two-on-two. Mm-hmm. And you can do three-on-three, which is a little long between turns because five people have to go. That's probably... Not, that's not the optimal way to play this game. Two-on-two uh, sounds good. Uh, two-on-two is, is the sweet spot for this game from what I have heard. Mm-hmm. And it seems that way. Especially you can get more characters with different mm-hmm. abilities. Like... The one-on-one is, it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a little, I was definitely overmatched with Sean's Barbarian. Yeah. Because he was <laughs> kind of a brute who just did so much damage. I did Tons. You know, tons <laughs> of damage, and I could not do anything to mi- mitigate it. What did you play? A moon elf. <laughs> elf versus Barbarian. Yeah, it was, yeah. It that was, was the recommended starting. Oh, yeah, okay. they, they are the okay. easiest people. Okay. Um, or not people. <laughs> Character. Um, but, uh, yeah. yeah, basically I'm an archer and I can do different things. I, like I can blind and, and do... Evasive. Evasive, and, yes. How many different characters are there? Uh, there are six in season one and eight in season two. Oh, nice. So, 14. Um, and, and then this they, is a game we own already. We didn't get this one out of the library. No, yes, I own this. I'm sorry, that Steve owns. Yeah. <laughs> Step off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're actually doing another Kickstarter this year that will add co-op play. Which is a really cool idea if they can pull it off the way they want to pull it off, um, or the way you hope they would. I don't know. They probably want to make it good. That would be a good idea. Business decision. Um, yeah, it's really. We played it once and I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to playing it more. I think cool. it, next the, Friday. Yeah. What's that? Oh, we're not doing game night. Next yeah, time. we totally are. <laughs> because because I'm not going to be here the Friday after that. Huh? Yeah, we. Yeah, I know. Okay. Me and me and Sean and Chris will play. Um, Where? What? <laughs> we'll go to Starbucks. All right, fair enough. Freaking in and out. <laughs> They're open until one thirty. Um, yeah. Right, what did right. you think, Sean? Oh, I thought it was fun. I thought it was a great game. Um, it's uh, it was very reminiscent of another game that I can't think of right now. All right. Um, 
But no, it was fun. Yeah, rolling the dice and trying to do the have the Yahtzee element, trying to get your symbols to be able mm-hmm. to do your abilities. Um, no, it was fun. It was it was cool, nice. and it was a uh, very it. straightforward. Um, and even so I think even with some of the other characters, it's kind of like okay, this is how this character works. Right. This is what I'm kind of supposed to do. Yeah, I've heard season two is a little more elaborate. With season the two you make. looks a lot nicer. It, the, that the too. Boards and but I've heard like the characters that, yeah. like the, the the way the abilities work. I've heard mm-hmm. are much more intricate. Mm-hmm. Like oh, I know what it kind of makes me think of. It makes me think of. Uh, uh, <laughs> God dang it. Bang? Someday. No, not Bang. Um, Bang? No. Oh, that's a Yahtzee that's type. A, oh, you mean Bang the Dice game? I was like, yeah, yeah. Bang is a terrible card game. The one I just like totally won <laughs> for us without you guys being able to do anything. Uh, legendary? No, no, with the dwarf and, oh. and the... Oh. Uh, oh, oh! You're talking about too many bones. Too many bones. Too many bones. That, the, right. that kind of rolling dice with for the abilities. Yeah, I was wondering. Yeah. The boards were different. You know, yeah. it's not like that where you place your dice on the board. Right, right. And yeah. that is co-op. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but the dice rolling made me think of that. Okay, nice. Yeah, but no, it was cool. Right on. Well, we'll have to, I'll have to play that one again. Or I mean, play that later. All right, uh, Ray Holt. Anyone? I, I don't I, remember what it is. It's the uh, farming it's, game. Tomatoes, lettuce. Tomatoes, lettuce, gathering, oh, building little boxes. I actually kind of liked it. Um, yeah, I was, like, I, I was I, starting to get the hang of it towards the end, but I was a little late on that. Mm. Yeah, it's a game by uh, Uwe, Uwe Rosenberg, which is the other most famous game designer in the world, along with <laughs> Stefan Feld. Uh, he makes gigantic big box uh, Euro games like Caverna and Agricola and Fields of Arl and things like that. They're, they're almost all work. He does tile placement games, and then he does worker placement games. That's almost all he does. And uh, and I'm, everything I've ever played by him, I have like three, maybe four of his games. I mean, I love them. I, I love his his stuff. Like it's the perfect weight. It's the perfect weight, and I like the way the theming is. I mean, it's it's farming and I things like that. But the game looked really good and it played really well. But I'm I'm indifferent on that one. I think maybe I'd like to get a, I'd like to play it again to get a a solid idea of how I feel about it. Well, um, you you could see like uh, towards the middle of the game, towards the end game. Why don't you describe it real quick, Carlos? We haven't done that. Okay, uh, so you got your board, and uh, the board has a bunch of different options to place your workers on. You each have three workers, and you can do all kinds of different actions. Uh, you can gain greenhouses to plant seeds. Well, you gain the greenhouse, and once you gain greenhouses, you can start uh, pl- putting down seeds of certain vegetables and growing you, vegetables. Yeah, when you do and. And you have to you have to also get some vegetables at first, uh, tomatoes, lettuce, anything that you want to plant. Um, the gardens are made up of parcels, and there are different numbers in each. Or not garden, greenhouse. Mm-hmm. There's different numbers of parcels in each greenhouse. They have a three, they have a four, they have a five, they have a six, or is it eight? Six. It's a six. Yeah, it's a six. I think six was the highest. It's a six. Yeah, right. So, uh, and and you can only plant certain vegetables in each uh, greenhouse. You know, um, the lowest one you can plant the um, the highest, I don't know, I don't say carrots are most difficult. Carrots are the most difficult to plant and, and get a lot of. That was a, that was a tough one for Right, because it was only three, right? I think yeah. everyone has different problems with different things. Right, no. Like it's sure. what you, you know, you kind of go through phases. Yeah, you, and when, when, what you get. When you harvest, you're only harvesting, unless you one have something that says that, you, unless you place your character on a tile that gives you right. more harvest, you're typically only harvesting one off of a green. Right, so the board gives you. Um, uh, four columns with a bunch of different choices, you know, harvesting, planting, uh, gaining a particular vegetable, gaining two, or harvesting twice, or seeding twice, 
Um, there's some end game. There's an end game column that uh, really helps you with moving up in the tables. Try to get the last couple tables. Right. Try to get the last couple tables and move up. So essentially, um, uh, there there is the. I forget what the first phase is called. The working phase. No. The yeah. No, that's working the work phase. phase. The work yeah. phase, and then you harvest. There's the harvest phase, and then there is the tourism phase. And you, are, this is essentially how you get your. It's points. scoring. Yeah. So the track is how do you get along the track? It's a point so, track. So the first table, you know, you need to get one tomato, and the next table, one you're lettuce. S- you're spending your vegetables to move to move along down the, the track, big, and yeah. it gets more difficult because you need more vegetables every time. Um, the order of the vegetables doesn't change, so you know what's coming up. Uh, you can take a bonus vegetable. You have to. You have to take a bonus vegetable before or after you finish Ooh. moving. And, uh, you know, it allows you to gain a certain one that you might not have a lot of. Um, but it, it's pretty simple. Uh, you know, you get three workers to place. You just got to make sure you pick the right actions to help you advance down the line. Yeah, you got to look ahead a little bit. But uh, but the nice thing about it was it, ke- it keeps you moving. It yes. does. You feel like you're always doing something. You're you know? always going to move at least two tables because you're probably going to have the vegetables for yeah. one. And if you don't, you you know, you know take them. Yeah. And then you get the next one. Right. Yeah, this is one of Juve's – it's one of his lighter games. That is for sure. It's not on the level of his big box, um, even though this is a normal size box. It is definitely lighter. Um, and I, I think it flows really well. And I think it's a good introductory Rosenberg game. Um, I didn't love it, but I would definitely play it more. Like, it's interesting enough, and it's quick enough yeah. for what it is. It like, is fast. Once you learn it, it's not hard. No. Yes. Yeah, no. I'm not really not even into these kind of games, but I actually really enjoyed this mm-hmm. one. I thought it was really cool. And um, I think, like, his heavier stuff you'd actually like, too. Really? Yeah, cause, just because his stuff flows, and it makes sense mm-hmm. thematically. Like, it, it's a lot of farming stuff, but... Kind of like know. the opposite of Feld. Yeah, yeah. His, have, <laughs> his are very his have theme, and they are implemented like it all yeah. makes sense. Well, you what know you're what? trying to do. I, I like the fact that when you when you're making your choices, you know, you have those three characters, and you're putting them out, and it, it really, I mean, it, it's it's based on what other people put. You know, they're going to take a tile from you. It's like, okay, you have to adjust. You know, what am I going to do now? And it makes it to where it isn't too many choices. You. No, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not if you're normal. It's definitely on the latter side. Yeah, I've got a problem with it. I admit it. <laughs> oh, we're almost there. <laughs> but no, yeah, I, I I would check out more games from this guy because I really liked that one. I thought it was really good. Yep. Well, next time it's just us four. I will maybe bring Caverna. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. I think you'd like that. And us three. He hasn't played it. Caverna. No, it was just you, me, and Sean. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, he'd like it. Yeah, he would. It's it's massive and awesome. But yep. Yeah. No, it's very cool. All right, uh, Merlin. Go, Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> this game has a lot of decisions to make. <laughs> and I have problems with making yeah. decisions. <laughs> no, he thinks he's doing the wrong thing. Like he, he was, well, I just I see uh, a pathway to points, and then I see another one, and then I start waffling about what, what I'm going to do, and then I just kind of screw myself. Somehow I ended up winning that game. I don't even understand how. Um, because you did fine. But... Uh, no, no, no. I, I understand that, but I felt so confused during the whole game. I just don't understand what happened. Well, no, you even admitted, yeah, you were overthinking a lot. I was overthinking choices. a lot of stuff, and I tend to do that when there's a lot of options to make in a game. You know, there's a lot of options for me in a game. But so Merlin is another felt game. Oh, um, yeah, with actually like a good theme. Yeah, yeah. No, it yes. was actually the theme it was, was themed really very cool. well, and it looked very nice. It did. Mm-hmm. It looked very nice. Although it wasn't yeah. a very thematic game. I like the theme and the way it looked, mm-hmm. but like the things you're doing are not thematic. No, no. like no. you're just going around putting stuff, yeah. getting shields for like traders that might. Be. Mm-hmm. But basically, yeah, you're doing a whole bunch. It's called Merlin because you are the Knights of the Round Table, and it's a, kind of a rondelle. 
Uh, it's a big circle that you are moving around. There's different actions on each spot, and you actually—it's a roll and roll and move game. Which, if you've ever played Monopoly, you know what that means. You roll and then you move the amount of spaces, which is awful, and you shouldn't ever do that. But he made a good roll and write game, <laughs> which is hard to do. Um, but you you have four dice roll to and move. Yeah, roll and I know roll, roll and write is the biggest thing in board games right now. That's why I have it on my head, in my head. Uh, but yes, roll and move, and you. You basically roll four dice. One is for Merlin. You can move Merlin. He can move uh, counterclockwise or clockwise around the rondelle. That's why he's special. And then you can also... The other three dice are yours, and you can move your dude only clockwise and however many spaces you want. And then you do an action. And like it, it's a Feld game, and so there are basically every action, there's a you're bunch of things. Stuff. You're doing stuff. Um, not as many, like... Uh, in, Not as many, like, everything gives you points. No. That wasn't that guy. Like, you're building a couple little things. You're trying to get your castle ready for... Everything gives you stuff. For the scoring round. Yeah, you only actually really score during scoring rounds. Yep. Unless you're turning cards in, which that was something that Carlos and Chris did tons of. Actually, yeah. Sean did a lot, too. I did not do as much of it. Uh, I was doing other things. Um, but, yeah, Carlos had a little... Had a couple brain freezes and was kind of losing his mind a little. He, he was a he was a little punchy at the in that I was, afternoon. I was. I was um, for he, sure. He'd probably be better at ten a.m. on that one. <laughs> uh, but I thought it like it was probably a little long for what it was. But it's hard yeah. to judge after the first one. Yeah. But I I enjoyed it and I'm glad that I got to play it here because now I know I don't need to buy it. But I'm I would play it again. I, I definitely too. would play it again. Yeah. yeah. I I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, what do you I, mean I you don't need to buy it? Because I don't need to. I have limited space. Oh, I see. That's what I mean. Okay. Better games like do a similar thing. No, no, I, I get. That. I just like. I don't no, know. if I had a game room with shelves, this I yeah. would absolutely. I would enjoy owning this game. Oh, okay. Got I enjoyed it. it enough for that, but yeah, I, you're limited by space. Yes. Okay. Yeah, for sure. So first of all, man, it really sounds like we're doing a haunted podcast. <laughs> yeah, that, it, it is real. A lot of elevator wind right now. Oh, my God. Um, to, you know what? I, one of the things that I like about this game is, you know, we, we, we've played some games where you don't know when the, the round is going to end. You right. Know, it's card based yeah. and things like that. This one, you know exactly. Mm-hmm. You have exactly this much time yep. to make these moves. You have three of your regular dice on your knight, and then you have your one dice from Maryland. Yeah. And so you're able to go and look at all your possibilities and, and, and figure out what's going to work best with what you have and what you need. And I, I really liked that aspect of it. The fact that they, it, I know exactly, you really can come up with a plan. You yeah. Know? And it isn't even too hard. If, if you're using your dice, you want to use your dice to move Merlin, sometimes it, like, well, let's see, somebody's probably going to move him. I did that. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely was like, I want to move Merlin, but I'd like to, I, I don't like what he's there where, where yeah. he is right now. Yeah. So I'm going to wait until somebody else does it. Mm-hmm. And then I found out that Sean had, had it on his board. It wasn't. And, and it totally was. It and wasn't. And he, he had already played it. And so that screwed me a little bit. <laughs> you know, I think I, I think I, I, the, my biggest problem with that, and it's not a problem, it's my personal thing, is so you have your four dice, right? So you can make you can pick any dice. You're not forced to take a certain dice first or a certain dice last or anything like that. So what I would end up doing when I had four dice was I would count every iteration. If I use this one first, then mm-hmm. this one. How, what, what spaces do I get? And I was trying to make my plans based on when I should have just went for certain spaces. I would have gotten there eventually. I did whatever. the same thing, but you like 
really freaked out about it. I did. I did. I had a little panic attack. I was like, I go this way. Wait, I go this way. No, yeah, I, I, I was doing way. that too. I uh, we were all doing that. Every possibility. It's like, what works out best for It's me. just the only difference was yours were life or death. Yeah. <laughs> I was a little overwhelmed. Okay. You survived though. You, I did. You nailed it. I did. Yeah. Somehow, I don't even understand. Um, and there's way to, ways to mitigate the dice. There's apples, which let you turn it. It's wild. wild. You can turn your dice. Oh, yeah. The flags all I never have used powers. It. Yeah. The flags no, all you have didn't powers. Use yours. Yeah, staff either. helps you do stuff. Yes. You know. No, there's a few other little elements that do things and mm-hmm. that sure. affect things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you're, cool. you're attacked by traitors. I definitely played again. Yeah. Yeah, I, no, I don't, yeah, I would too. Yeah, I don't know if I I don't know if I would buy it either, but it was it was enjoyable. Yeah. No, I liked it. It was cool. It was cool. Other than the overwhelming panic. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. And that's my fault. It, that's on me. And it would be a little less. It was next also, time. I think, like Steve said, it was also the time of day. You know, like it, yeah. it was, it was towards the end. Yeah, yeah. I was no, no sleep, punchy. Yeah. Like yeah. now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the next game I really liked. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It's called Villainous. Mm-hmm. That game was very, very cool. Right. I just love the way that it played. It's the very theming. Simple. There you go. There's a big one There's where the theming, theming helped yeah. a lot with oh, that. Yeah. It really, if you're and the components. Yeah, yeah. the components are cool. The little yeah. statues. The boards were simple. So villainous is everyone plays a villain from like a Disney animated animated yes. Disney movie. You had we have Jafar. Yeah, we played. So we had Jafar. We had Captain Hook. We had uh, uh, Maleficent and uh, Prince John. Prince John, Prince John yeah. which is awesome because they acknowledged that movie, the um, best Robin Hood movie ever. Ever, yeah. well, <laughs> the one other, of the best movies ever. Yes. <laughs> and the other two villains that we didn't use were Ursula and. Queen of Hearts from Queen Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. And there's also a... You don't want to use those. They're lame. No, but all of it is great choices of villains. It was cool that they did, they did it. No, it was. Older, older and they movies. have an expansion that just came out with three new ones. Uh, it's the Hades from Hercules. Yep. Which and, I really want to play. And the guy... Who, the bad guy from Princess and the Frog. I don't know who is, that is. Uh, yeah. Uh, actually, I think it's great. And then uh, the last one. Who was it? Oh, the evil queen from Snow White. Yeah. Which okay. is shocking she didn't make the first cut. Right. But I thought that was Maleficent. No, that's Sleeping Beauty. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. So everyone's a villain from an animated Disney movie, and uh, and you each have your own unique um, a win objective, which is perfect along the storyline of how yep. how the movies go. Hook know, has like, to defeat Peter it, Pan. Yeah, Hook has to defeat Peter Pan. You got to. Jafar has to get the genie. Yep, acquire the genie. You know, turn the genie to his side, and yep. Little John needs all the money. All the money. Right. <laughs> yep. And Maleficent very... has to. Put curses all throughout the land. Yes, yeah, that was good. So it themed really well and played really well. And you're, you had two decks. You had a um, basically your own villain deck, and then you had a fate deck. That both decks are specific to you. You're never playing them on, you know, never attaching your cards to other people. Right. Um, but uh, uh, your villain deck is all good things for you, and the fate deck are things you have to fight, or or it's things that other players, other players choose from your own fate deck. To play on you to try and kind of uh, slow you down. Right. Um, yeah, it's obstacles they have to overcome. Yeah, and each 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 uh, villain has uh, realms, and they've got three or four three four, or four locations total available to them. Um, a few may start locked, um, which you have you certain have conditions certain you have to fulfill. Right. Um, to unlock them, and um, and each uh, location has some abilities on them, and and more actions. So a couple actions that you can do. And it's um, different depending on which location you. And, and which yep. villain you have. Um, yeah. And so, some actions can be covered up by heroes. So you lose them while those heroes are there. Right. You know, the fate deck that people yeah. play on you. Yeah, yeah, which makes you strategize a little bit different. Mm-hmm. 
you're never you're never completely stuck. They made the boards well so that you always have the right actions that you're going to need to continue your game. I yeah. mean, even if all of them were covered, you still have a way to defeat the heroes. You still have a way to gain power. You still have a way to play cards. Yep. You may not be able to do it as much as you can if nothing is covered. Right. Uh, you know, your cards give you allies and items that give you special powers. Mm -hmm. There's the condition cards, which allow you to play on another player's turn and uh, do certain actions. Uh, there's instance there. It's just it's really well built. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't even go through my whole deck. Did you? None of us did. No, no, no. no. And I was surprised because those decks were not thick. No, it, was, it wasn't a very long game. No, it, it wasn't. No, but it was it was good. It was no, fun. It was very fun. I liked it. I thought it was well. It made. shouldn't exist. Why? <laughs> because it, licensed games shouldn't be good. You're right. Oh, they're, oh, they're I hardly ever good. And yeah, this, right. No, this no, is a sure. big box game that is sold in Target. And I'm obviously game stores, but like it's not, it shouldn't be it's good. The, it's a mythical creature. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Target's been getting more decent games. They yeah. definitely are. But this, um, yeah, it shouldn't exist. And it's crazy that, like, you wouldn't think a Disney game, <laughs> they would make it about the villains, but it makes so much sense. Mm -hmm. No, it, it's, it's true. And uh, it's not, uh, it's just the difficulty level is just enough where it doesn't feel like a total kid game. Although kids could play it. For sure. Yeah. yeah, I I'm talking maybe twelve and up. It's yeah, like, oh, yeah it's it is not hard to understand at all. No, but I think that if you want to do well in it, you you can't have six year olds playing. No, 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 you have no, to understand no. the text on the it's card. All, it's the artwork all, it's is all killer. Cards. Like the and artwork they, is great and thematic. Yeah. Like yeah. the way that like you know like you were uh, Captain Hook, mm -hmm. so the Fate deck would bring out bring out the the Lost Boys, right? And it would bring out um, the kids with Peter Pan, mm -hmm. Wendy, would, Michael, yeah. Peter. And they would do different things, and yeah. yeah. The, yes, the art is great. Of course, it's Disney art. I, I never mean, looked to looks, see if the crocodile. That's what I was going to yeah. ask you. Is the TikTok crocodile? I don't know. He, I bet he was. It's got to. It's got to scare. Oh, you know what? It's got to be in your fate deck. I bet it's in your fate deck. He hundred yep. percent is in that. Yeah. Yep. Guaranteed. Yeah. Yep. The artwork on the cards, I thought, was I mean, fantastic. Yes. Uh, it's direct. From yeah, the it's basically direct from the. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. but it's some of the choices of, of some of the the picture they made, like you know, uh, Sean was showing me, or no, yeah, was showing me Jafar turning into the snake. Yeah, it just, yeah. I mean, Matt, it was like a perfect captured image. It just made yeah. him look yep. so sinister. It was, that was great. Good. Yeah, I mean, really the golden good. arrow from Robin Hood mm -hmm. was in my fade deck. So oh, the, really? The crocodile's there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Very good. Very I think they had, uh, and then they had the, the snake. And, uh, yeah. And uh, what, Nutsy. Mm -hmm. Nutsy was it? Like, it just. Mm -hmm. the, oh, the, the snake character from Robin Hood? Oh, uh, uh, Sir Hiss. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he was. That's yes. cool. That's cool. Really. Yeah. Ah. I, I didn't think it would have been, but I think this was my favorite one mm, that we really? played. Yeah. It was a it like, was a lot of fun. it was just so much fun, it's, but it, it yeah. was challenging enough that it didn't make it stupid. You know, yeah, uh, it wasn't once, a kids game. It once Carlos yeah. stopped attacking me the way he was, then uh, you were putting curses out everywhere. <laughs> it was light. It was a light game. It was yeah. light, but it was just heavy enough to be enjoyable and challenging. The I, yeah. And the theming, the theming made that game. If it was, if it was like just. Made like brand new stuff that we didn't know. It might not have the same effect, you know. No, the theming definitely like yeah. it's the opposite of Carpe Diem. Yeah, it enhances that. Yeah, game. it sure yeah. does. Yeah, the but game yeah. would probably play great no matter what it was, but it it sure did. Yep. There is a small element of uh, just randomness, like the certain cards might not like we didn't go through our whole deck. Certain cards might not come up that are critical to your win condition. Possible. I mean it. I think it's Jafar is one of the heavier ones on that. And yeah, but I, but if you, I mean, knowing now, like you needed to get to that card, 
Maybe you, you should have picked more disc because you can discard as many right. cards as you want. Right. So no, you can get sure. through that deck and be okay. Like it may right. hamper you a Absolutely. little, but yeah. Everyone no, has I would play things way differently now. Yes. Everyone has things in their deck to speed up their progression. Everyone right. does. You had a lot of card. You had card draw. I Everyone <laughs> discard. Uh, Steve had uh, things that would could potentially give him lots of money. Which I had my, things yeah. where I can affect my fate. You know, right. and then Chris just had like curses. Dude, the, the curses, <laughs> even even though that's your like your end game goal, right? Those, those things still definitely did something as far as you mm. guys being able to attack. Right. You know? and, right. and there was a card I was showing Steve. You know what? Another really the other, other cool aspect of it was that every time when you pick your villain, yeah. it comes with a little pamphlet that explains to you right. not just what. Your, win conditions. What your win conditions are, but it also gives you little tips and hints on what's right. good for you. Uh, there was a card that was a raven for Maleficent, mm-hmm. and the raven. If you, if I, I never got it out. It never came up in my deck. But it's you a get fake it out. Deck. Well, it. Huh? Oh no, it is. No, it's it's in the yeah, villain deck. Yeah, yeah. If I put it out. Every time I take a turn, I can move the Raven to any location I want, and I get to use one action from that location. Oh, that's cool. That's like my Sheriff of Nottingham card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. awesome. So I figured out at the end that Jafar, you, it's, you, it's a recycle deck. Because yeah. all, all the draws were not from the deck. They were from the discard pile. So really what you want to do is be discarding cards constantly. Well, yeah. you, had, you had stuff that was top of the deck. You draw more cards than you're no, supposed no. to. Uh, oh, that's only once you placed a certain mm-hmm. item. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's true. It's true. But it really, it would work much better just discarding cards and just drawing, just trying to get through your deck and getting everything into your discard pile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and one thing, one thing I really liked is everyone has to know what everyone needs. Like everyone has, you have everyone has to pay attention to everyone else because mm-hmm. right, you kind of have to gain. Like, yeah, I mean. Sean, no one knew that Sean was like one turn away from winning it because he had Peter Pan is very powerful. Well, neither did I. Yeah, y- yes. Yeah. But, and it kind of happened so suddenly. But it's yeah. not like we didn't know you were, like we knew Peter Pan was out, mm-hmm. so we knew you could beat, technically mm-hmm. beat him in one turn if you yeah. could. Um, and I was I was two turns away from mm-hmm. winning, mm-hmm. and Chris was close to Like, it mm-hmm. came down to that. But you, I like how everyone has to keep an eye on everyone mm-hmm. else. But otherwise, otherwise, somebody can run away with it if you're mm-hmm. not careful. Yeah. But yeah, this game's been on my radar a long time. My daughter's yep. been bugging me to get it, and so it's finally gonna happen. Yeah, me too. I'm glad we played it. Yep, it's really good, really fun. Mm-hmm. All right, big Sam for approval. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna do. Don't it. do it. This is marble. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one's up is uh, Blue Lagoon. Blue Lagoon, yes, interesting little game. Uh, designed by Reiner Knizia, who is a very famous uh, board game designer. He 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 used to do a lot of stuff like 10, 15 years ago. He's Actually, he's done like 80 games. Like the dude never stops working. And so he makes all kinds of different things, um, usually extremely themeless. And uh, But this one, so it's kind of a, there's some area control, but it's very light, very quick. Played in like half an hour or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's basically a board of, of islands. And it's basically a big lagoon with like eight islands. And they, there's a bunch of spaces. There's resources on there. And you are placing settlers down. And villages down, and everyone places one per turn, and you just go around the and the board basically fills up with these things. There's like eighty of them out there, eight close eighty or something out on the board by the end of it. You have to chain your tokens though. You, well, you have not. Yes, they have to be adjacent to the one you start with. Yep. Um, but and so it's just a bunch of big blobs, but um, it's very colorful. Um, and mm-hmm. like I said, it, it's simple. It's easy to understand. Yep. And plays very well for what it does. Like, like I said, it was like thirty minutes, and reasonably quick. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's a little bit of blockading in it. 
Oh, yeah. No, you are no. definitely competing with each other. It's there's, not mindless. There's plenty of strategy in it, yeah. but it's very accessible. Yes. Yes. Extremely accessible. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I actually, I'm probably going to get a copy. Mm-hmm. I think I, I loved it. Then. I played again. Yeah, I really, for what it is, like if it played an hour, it wouldn't really hit the same spot. But it's so fast and so easy. Just oh yeah, we can do this real quick. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah, once, yeah. I tanked on this game, but I still liked it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, very easy to understand. It it just came out. It's very recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I I heard another podcast uh, talk about it. That's actually how I heard about it. And so when I saw it in the library, I was like, oh yeah, this is a light game because we were very tired mm-hmm. at that point. So we were grabbing. That's why we grabbed villainous, and then we, I grabbed this. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit for what it was. Mm-hmm. Small little, yep. quick little area control game. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Yep. All right, last game on the list, we have Brass Lincolnshire. Yep. This was an adventure, huh? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chris is still hurting. It, it took us uh, how long to get through the instructions? Probably an hour. No, more than that. Wow. Okay. Well, it, it took us a while to learn the game, but once you learned it, it wasn't nearly as much as you initially thought. Um, but it's... You know, acquiring card. You know, you not acquiring cards. You get some cards, and you build stuff at the locations where those cards are, whether they be resources or, or buildings of some type, um, that had had abilities without going into extreme buildings detail that come because with you resources. can't unless you want this podcast to be four hours long. Um, <laughs> but you're you're putting stuff out there that that provides resources um, to you. Actually, the the real interesting aspect of this game is. Stuff, a lot of stuff on the board is shared, whether you own it or somebody else does. Um, and um, so you're, you're either building stuff that puts resources on the board, you're building stuff that allows you to sell resource, you know, sell stuff on the board, you're putting things on there that allows you to link different towns or different locations on the board. Yeah, it's um, a network building game. Yeah. But everyone kind of shares stuff. You're trying to get stuff out there and um, get them flipped over by doing certain things to be able to acquire points and income. Um, and and things cost you to, to put them out there. They cost you money. They cost you money and materials. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh, certain things that can only be built on the first. There's two rounds or two phases. two phases. There's stuff that can only be built on the first phase, and there's stuff that can only be built on the second phase. Um, but the sharing aspect is what really kind of yeah. makes it unique, I think. Yes. Um, and uh, using other people's. Uh, trails that they've created you know roads and stuff um really 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 cool because it, and it's thematic in the sense that because it, it's basically you're you're building trains or canal routes right. and you're building factories cotton right. factories ore and uh oil is it oil no iron 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 and ore iron and ore and then uh and and ports and things like that so it's industry and ships in and england obviously it's called brass it's called brass birmingham yep um Birmingham. Nope. Uh, the other one. Uh, Lancashire. Lancashire. There you go. Which is kind of a fancy remake of the original Brass, which came out, like, I don't know, probably almost 10 years ago now. Very ugly game. Um, <laughs> but this one is beautiful. It looks great. Oh, it looks Birmingham great. is ugly. But no, no, no. The original Brass. These two games came oh, out Birmingham. to get... Okay, so there's Birmingham. Brass, Brass Birmingham, and Brass Lancashire. But, yeah, and okay. Brass Birmingham is kind of a remake of the original Brass. Birmingham adds a little more twists. Okay. Uh, yeah, but they're both basically brash. But and the, the they board, came out together. The board time. looks kind of dirty and and it, very industrial. You know, oh, like in, kind of industrial England. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was a dirty time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It. But it looks really good. It does. And it was. It was fun. It was very. It was yeah. long. 
Um, it's supposed know, it, to be. Like, even taking out the the learning of it, if it, yeah. it was a long game, and, and it's it, supposed to be like we yep. didn't play it longer than it's like it, yeah. it's supposed to be a long game. People yeah, no, you play said it. it was yeah okay. We're gonna be grinding on this. Yeah, but I think it finished it finished up just to, just at the point where it was starting to kind of start feeling long. Um, but it also like but by the end that's when the most interesting stuff comes. Like yeah. you yeah. like you're like okay. I can do this. I want to try to do this, this, and this before the end. And yeah. you can try and, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a mad race because there's so much stuff on the board. There's not a lot of spaces left. Right. It's like, and you, and limited time and yeah. limited resources, limited materials. And then you, yeah. the last four rounds, you can't take any more loans. Right. So you, you basically working with your money that you mm-hmm. have. Um, yeah. I like people have said how like it's a dry Euro, but I didn't feel it was that dry. It ended close within 10 points or so. Yeah. Like it was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I, yeah, all of us uh, were able to get past that hundred point. Oh mark. yeah, we we yeah. I mean, I don't know what the average for real players of this are, but right. like we we were all right within within a few of each. I mean, like I said, probably within like one or two turns yeah. of a. Yeah, we all did. Like we, I think we definitely got it by the second round. We were like, okay. Yeah. What was it yesterday when we were um, when I was telling you that I, I walked past somebody playing Brass Birmingham. I think it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I, I thought it looked gorgeous, and I was mentioning it to, to Steve, and he was telling me, oh, it looks gorgeous now. It yes. used to look horrible. Yep. But uh, Download I mean, the app if you want to see what ugliness it was <laughs> before. Look at it on the store. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was really excited when all of a sudden, you know, I walk up to the table, and that's what he had chosen was, was a brass game. And I thought, well, cool. I, the, the, the instructions do seem overwhelming, but... Once you get through them and you start playing, you see how everything works together. It, it, to me, it, it actually played so much better than it reads. Yes, absolutely. You know, yep. and uh, smoother, smoother than instructions might. Make oh it seem. yeah, man. Yeah. The instructions just seem like they go on and on and on, it which can, they kind of do. And there wasn't even that much. It was also the, there's there's little there's little exceptions to things. Yeah. Or there's how little things work like. You need coal. This has to be connected. But if you need iron, it doesn't have to be. Yeah. Like but little it's not thing- that hard to remember. No, it's not. And there's definitely good iconography on the board that lets you remember. But although we didn't notice that right away. <laughs> yeah. But there's just little catches where like it's not quite as smooth as... It's not as smooth as maybe in your head you want it to be. But it has reasons for the way it is. Yeah. Like it has to be the way it is. That's how it feels. Like coal should be... <clears throat> is You should have to have a network. Iron, mm-hmm. you know, like it, it makes sense the way it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I really, I really, I want to play the other one now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I would buy it. No, I want to, I want to play it again now that I've seen how it plays mm-hmm. and adjust strategy. Yes. and play it again. Yeah. I would love I'd, to play. Yeah, it and I'd like again. to play the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Birmingham. So, uh, yes, okay. yes. Um, but I think honestly, Carlos, you could play like you could play this game. I like. I don't know if you ever have overwhelming options on your. You have eight cards to choose from, but. It's <laughs> but you no, can only play two to cards. You can only make two actions, and you have to use one card per action. No, I, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Maybe, maybe I would. Maybe I wouldn't. I'm not sure. It probably depend on where I'm at in my head. I, I think mean, just like tired. Or I, tired. I think you would like it, but yes. I think uh, you could get easily overwhelmed by it. Yeah, I think anyone like there was parts where I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do next. Yeah. Oh yeah, but I think we. Or um, I it, got there too. I don't know about Sean, but I was definitely. Well, and I didn't get the car. I had a plan, and then I didn't get the cards I wanted. And then Sean basically got the cards that I wanted to have, mm-hmm. and so he went. Th- but yeah, I mean that's that's games. Yeah. Um, yeah, super enjoyable. I know why people like it, mm-hmm. like especially this version. Cause yeah, and that's one that I've heard about for a long time, and I've mm-hmm. been wanting to play for a while. And yep, I was uh, 
I was happy with it. Yes, me too. I really was. That was a nice way to end the day mm-hmm. today. Actually, mm-hmm. it was the only thing we played today. So we were very busy. But, but I mean, that did take a lot. Of no, it did. It was like over three hours. So everything included. Chris, you said that your favorite was villainous, mm-hmm. right? What, what about you, Carlos? Uh, let me look at the list again. I'm sorry, Steve. So. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite game. Um, Time's up. <laughs> we did play Time's <laughs> Up. Uh, it was probably overall. It was probably Brass. Okay. With yeah. uh, I really enjoyed Altiplano, but mm-hmm. I like because I. You know, we both knew going in, we love Orleans, so yeah. we knew we would like that, mm-hmm. but I don't like it as much as Orleans. So I really enjoyed that, but um, Brass was probably my favorite with uh, Blue Lagoon and Villainous close mm-hmm. seconds, actually, mm-hmm. for what they are. I, I, I really liked them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for, for me, I think it probably would have been Space Base and then Villainous, or, or Villainous, then Space Base. Uh, you know, that's fine for, for Ty for me, but I think I probably really would have enjoyed Dice Throne. That might have been. That might have just just from the way it looks and the way you guys are talking about the way it plays, I think I probably really would have enjoyed that one. And I really like I like photosynthesis quite a bit. Yeah, I I'd got I have I'd have to give it to Brass. That was my favorite mm-hmm. for sure. Um, actually, I'd say even kind of by far. Mm. Um, I like the way those types of games play. Yep. Um, and and the twist of the sharing was really cool. It was yeah, different. I mean it's a network like it's different. It's not a worker placement game. It's yeah. not like it it. We haven't really played anything quite like it. No, um, that we've had no, elements of it, but we've had stuff that's very sim- that's similar with materials and things like that. But um, not not. In but the not sense- like shared materials. No, never. Like never. usually, you have your own materials and you pay for your own stuff. Yeah. But that was the that yeah that was the the shared- the unique factor for the game. The sharing of even more than materials, sharing of people's roots. Yes. To be able to sell things. Yeah, and- yeah using their canals or trains. Yeah. The shared network so, yeah. part was very cool. Yep. That easily I, my favorite. I agree. All right, excellent. Well, uh, about four minutes ago, it was one fifty-nine, and now it's, now it's 3, 3 a.m. <laughs> because of that stupid daylight savings, yep. and we've just lost an hour. Yep. But uh, what did we want to talk about, Penitella? Sure. All right, so real we quick. just brought it up. Yeah, well, well, yeah, I could bring it up and not talk about it. That's true. Uh, we met up with uh, Sean's brother and his fiance um, over at the Rio. Mm-hmm. And my cousin Kelly. Oh, and your cousin, our, no, that, that was the fan that came to visit us. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, cuz. And uh, we went and saw Penn and Teller. Well. <laughs> no, she was my favorite Alvarez of the night, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we went to the Rio to see uh, Penn and Teller. Uh, you know, long time Vegas act. Guys have been around for a long time. They've had some uh, TV shows in the last couple decades. That They've have done worked really together well. for 44 years. 44 yeah. years. Yeah. I didn't even realize that. They I started really... the year I was born. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, I saw them a long time ago, and the show was very different from what it was back then. Although, to be fair, I was tired from playing hockey and fell asleep during part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, uh, it was a lot slower. It was a lot, uh, you they're, know. They're 44 years older yeah, than they used right, to be. Right, no, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. Uh, there was some good humor in it. Uh, there, was some, there was some good uh, tricks. There, uh, were some tr- there was a couple tricks that were very impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very impressive. Yep, yep. Um, the, you know, the one where he uh, put his hands through the curtain. And he was that doing... was. I noticed, though, that I'm like, something's wrong with Penn. There's mm-hmm. not that doesn't look right. But you didn't know. 
No, I, 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 I only thought that he looked a little wooden. I was just like, that seems kind of like mm-hmm. a wax dummy. Mm-hmm. But you know, you knew there, there, you knew there was a reason he was doing it behind the curtain. Yeah. yeah oh no, for, for sure. sure. So yeah. well, yeah. they're leading you to believe that it's Teller's hands, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Doing everything, which it was, but you had no idea that that was. Uh huh. Yeah. And what? When do you think the moment was when Penn dropped out? I have no idea. Oh, immediately. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. yeah well, don't. Don't talk about sure. No, 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 no. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. But, no, I'm gonna spoil it for the five people who listen. Cool. They spoil they're their cool own stuff. tricks. The thing with the coins and the goldfish. That was I the best. That was my favorite. That, that's a long time trick of theirs, I think. Yeah. It is. Well, I mean, Teller's sleight, sleight of hand is phenomenal. It's yeah, that's super cool. He, yes, he's that. That was easily my favorite. And yes. very cool that uh, a couple of the uh, the participants walked away with souvenirs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. Very cool. Mm-hmm. That's very nice. And they, man, one thing, but they, man, they they get. And I'm glad we didn't sit down there because they, they bring more people up on stage than anyone I've ever seen. Right. right. Not yeah, even right. including the last trick. Like right. The chain. Every single thing they do, they bring somebody up on stage. Yep. It's, Absolutely. Yeah. No, they're very they're very interactive and yep. they yeah. kind of keep you guessing. And they're they're funny and you know they're funny enough that, you know they're just the right type of humor. They're good showmen. They're yeah, not. He's funny. They're not complete. They're not spoofy. I guess is no. They're not spoofy. They're, they're funny and their I, humor is relatively intelligent. You know. And they don't seem they're they're not aloof like your 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 run of the mill Vegas magician. Yeah, no. Well, and they need it because that's an hour and a half show, and it, I think they only did like seven tricks. Mm-hmm. Like they yeah. don't they're long and open. They're long winded. Their their they're, tricks tend to be kind of stories. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Each that thing is a big part of the tells thing. a story. Yep. Um, but no, that was a lot. Of, it was a lot of fun. That was the second time I had seen them. And that yeah. elephant was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they made it disappear. <laughs> yeah, I've been a fan of Penn and Teller um, for as long as I can remember, and I, just, I was really excited to see the show. I thought it for forty four years. For forty four <laughs> years, everyone from to birth. See the show. Yeah, the moment I was born, um, I, I I wasn't disappointed. There were times where it was like I, I did notice they don't move around as much, but I, you know I just chalked that up. Yeah, not a lot of juggling. Yeah, Penn has lost a lot of weight. Yeah, but. Man, Teller I, looks exactly I, I, I the think, same. I think it's not changed. They're, nope. they're not just magicians; they're entertainers. No, they're showmen. And, and yeah, they're definite showmen. And I, I thought a lot of the humor was very intelligent. I really liked it. He's uh, always been good with that, though. Yeah, you know, and he's even honed it with the TV shows. Yeah, the tricks they did for the most part. I mean, there were a couple. It was like, eh, you know, but for the most part, the tricks I thought were impressive. Overall, the show was good. Yeah. Well, there were a few that that. Uh, a couple of us had seen previously Mm -hmm. Um, not necessarily by them but you know a similar trick right I think I saw the one they maybe on TV or something yes that is what the password I no the password one the password oh okay and the problem is that one was like 15 minutes long which which it's like okay at that point you're like all right but but just if if you've never seen them then do it because it's 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 a good experience yeah and catch them before they get much older yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah all right, well, uh, it is very late in the morning on our last day in Vegas. Uh, we have lots of things to do, but I don't know if we're going to get to them all. But uh, thanks for listening to us on this special podcast of The Average Experts coming to you from Vegas, Dice Tower West. Everybody say goodnight. Later. Good morning. <laughs>